0: Hello, people. How's it going? This is Kevin Thomas, and you are now listening to The Good with Kevin Thomas. And uh, there's a lot of good things, especially this time of year. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that uh, today's well, I'm hoping every show is sort of the antithesis of Of what you'd hear or see on uh, social media or on TV. There's just not enough positive stories out there. Uh, It seems like there's always some kind of drama going on. And uh, I, I hope you come here to listen to this show to get away from it for a little bit. And uh, I am grateful to be here today. It's a cool day. It's um, a cloudy day. But uh, hopefully, it's sunny in your hearts. And uh, this week will be short. Uh, There'll be the show today. There'll be a show tomorrow. There'll be a show on Wednesday. There will not be a show on Thursday or Friday. Uh, you know, I, I plan on spending the holiday with family and, uh, and, uh, so you're going to get a bit of a break from the show, but it'll be back on next Monday and, uh, we'll continue the good stories and, uh, we'll continue the good music as well. And I've got a couple good songs for you coming up in the hour, but first, What we normally do at this time is we talk about what happened on this date in music history. November 22nd, on November 22nd, 1957, Tom and Jerry appeared on on ABC's American Bandstand. You might know, know them better as Simon and Garfunkel. And uh, they'd been close friends since childhood. Uh, they they even appeared on stage in a school play together, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Paul Simon played the White Rabbit. And uh, Art Garfunkel played the Cheshire Cat. So uh, <laughs> interesting uh, beginning to them. Uh, They've had their moments of contention, but uh, they've always been lifelong friends. On this date in 1963, the Beatles released their second album with the Beatles. Now, uh, the Beatles have another entry on this list, and we'll get to it in just a moment. On this date, November 22nd, 1965... Bob Dylan married Sarah Lowndes in a secret ceremony during a break in his tour. The marriage took place under an oak tree on a judge's lawn in Mineola, Long Island. Now, uh, they had a son together, and his name is Jacob Dylan. Jacob Dylan, of course, the lead singer of The Wallflowers, uh sarah would eventually file for divorce on march 1st 1977 now coming up uh after the first break which will be about 10 minutes from now i'll play you bob dylan's song sarah uh he made uh he made that that album blood on the tracks and uh some really good tunes off that album but uh Pretty much uh, the divorce album for Bob Dylan. On this date in 1968, the Beatles released what we call the White Album. It was simply called The Beatles. And there were so many songs on there. Oh, blah, Dio, oh, blah, da, dear Prudence, Helter Skelter, Blackbird, Back in the USSR, While My Guitar Gently Weeps." so many songs. Off that album, off that double album, Uh, really, I was actually listening to the album earlier and completely forgot that today was the day that they released it, but uh, yeah, one of the great, great albums of all time. On this date in 1975, KC and the Sunshine Band started a two-week run at number one, With That's the Way I Like It. It was their second number one hit of the year. Now, on this date in 1986, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble kicked off a 149-date North American and European tour, and they started it in Maryland. Now, uh, on this date in 1994... Pearl Jam released their third studio album, Vitology. It was first released on vinyl, and it became the first vinyl album to appear on the U.S. chart since CDs came into play. And uh, then they followed the release in other formats two weeks later, it became the second fastest-selling CD in history, only behind their last release, "Verses." On this date in 1997, we lost in excess singer Michael Hutchins. He was 37 years old. Uh, really sad story right there. One of the great frontmen of all time right there. On this date in 1998, Alanis Morissette was at number one on the chart with their fourth album, Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie. She would eventually receive a Grammy Award nomination for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance for the song Thank You. On this date in 2002... The surviving members of The Doors, who at the time was Ray Manzarek and Robbie Krieger, announced they would record and tour again with a new lineup, including ex-cult singer Ian Astbury and former police drummer Stuart Copeland. Uh, John Densmore did not take part because he was suffering from severe tinnitus. Uh, So... Not quite a full reunion of of them, but uh, of course we have since then lost uh, Ray Manzarek. Uh, On this date in 2005, poems written by Bob Dylan in his college days sold for $78,000 at a New York City auction. The first 16 pages of poems were the first known time that Robert Zimmerman, used the Dillon name, and it came from his studies at the University of Minnesota during 1959 to 1960. Now, on this date, in 2016, the home where Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash lived most of their 35 years of marriage was put up for sale by the current owner, Now, the house was destroyed in a fire back in 2007, but there was still a one-bedroom apartment, a tennis court, swimming pool, and covered boat dock that remained standing. Uh, Johnny and June made it their home there until their deaths in 2003. On this date in 1941, as we switch to birthdays, Jesse Colin Young of the Youngbloods was born. The Youngbloods were most famous for their song Get Together that you've heard in countless movies. Uh, Really tremendous record right there. Tremendous record. Um, On this dated 1943, Floyd Sneed, drummer for Three Dog Night, was born. Uh, they, of course, had a, a string of hits, uh, Mama Told Me Not to Come, which was a Randy Newman song that they covered. Uh, th- also, uh, Shambala. I mean, you name it. They They had a number of hits. 21 Billboard Top 40 hits between 1969 and 1975. On this date... In 1946, Aston Barrett—sorry, Aston Barrett—was born. He's famous for being in Bob Marley and the Wailers. Now, on this date in 1950, bassist Tina Weymouth was born. She's famous as the bassist for the Talking Heads, and she also uh, was a member of the Tom Tom Club. Uh, and uh, really an influential bassist. And later on in the hour, I'm going to play a track from the Talking Heads to celebrate Tina's birthday. On this date in 1950, Stephen Van Zandt, Little Stephen, was born. Guitarist with Southside Johnny and then, of course, with the E Street Band and uh, Little Stephen and the Disciples of Soul. Uh, Long-running career. Also did some acting as well. Uh, He was Silvio in The Sopranos. So uh, I think we'll end it there, but uh, really uh, some great music coming up later on in the hour. Uh, As I said, Bob Dylan's Sarah is coming up, and uh, later on in the hour, The Talking Heads, I think I'll play uh, Once in a Lifetime. Uh, Feels like a good time for an upbeat song. Uh, So, if you feel like saying hello, or you feel like uh, telling me off, or... Whatever you feel like doing, you can give us a call. The number is eight four five four two nine seventeen hundred. That's eight four five four two nine one seven zero zero. And uh, so we'll have the music coming up in just a bit. But first, I want to remind everyone out there, though the, the, we've got the holiday uh, package that that is uh, alive and well, and. Uh, you can contact Carrie K E R R Y at W R C R if you're interested in having a nice uh, little holiday greeting on, on the air, uh, and uh, it will it will air during the day, and it will also air on Christmas Day when uh, when we're playing our Christmas music as we do every year on Christmas Day. Uh, um. I'll probably end up having some Christmas songs played here on the show in the coming weeks uh, once we get past Thanksgiving. Uh, But that'll come up. uh, You know, I I, I do want to definitely uh, do something festive for the season. And uh, when we return to The Good with Kevin Thomas, I'll have Bob Dylan on the air for you. When The Good with Kevin Thomas returns... With local news, local traffic, and local weather, if you like local, you'll love AM 1700 WRCR and WRCR.com.
1: We all want to live healthier lives and make good decisions. Join me, Carrie Potter, on the second Thursday of each month at 5 p.m. for House Calls, a health series brought to you by Good Samaritan Hospital. Each show will feature a different health topic and specialist. Your calls and questions are welcome. That's the second Thursday of the month at 5 p.m. for House Calls, brought to you by Good Samaritan Hospital. Advancing care here. Hi, I'm Naomi Streicher with Realty Teams. Come take a look at our new development at North Hill Estates in Pomona, New York. 40 lots, stunning views beautiful homes, and great neighbors. Call 364-0007. Naomi Streicher at Realty Teams. Are you self-motivated, creative, and persistent? WRCR is seeking sales account executives to help bring in new clients and create successful radio campaigns and digital promotions on a commission-only basis with excellent earning potential if you're interested in joining our sales team please email me kerry k-e-r-r-y at wrcr.com and hey college students this is a great opportunity to gain sales experience in the exciting world of radio
2: weather Oh,
3: that crazy wind. Yes, the wind will be gusting to 30 and 40 miles an hour from this afternoon through tomorrow, bringing in colder air. So temperatures start out in the mid-40s as we go through the late morning and early afternoon. Skies become partly sunny to mostly sunny. Then it drops into the upper 30s by late afternoon. Tonight, crystal clear, 20 to 25 degrees, and the winds will gradually diminish. And then it's a breezy, mostly sunny day on Tuesday, with highs only 35 to 40, the coolest so far this season. And then on Wednesday, partly sunny and highs 45 to 50. Thanksgiving Day, the nicest day of the entire week, mid-50s and mostly sunny skies. Friday, mostly sunny skies and highs. Low 50s for AM 1700 WRCR. This is meteorologist Mark Annick.
1: Up-to-the-minute weather information is always available on the WRCR website. Day or night, when you want the weather, check our website at wrcr.com.
0: And the current temperature is 47.
1: 47. <laughs>
2: Sweet virgin angel, sweet lover of my life, Sarah, Sarah, radiant jewel, a mystical wife. Sleeping in the woods by a fire in the night, drinking white rum in a Portugal bar. Them playing leapfrog and hearing about Snow White You in the marketplace in Savannah, Lamar Sarah, Sarah It's all so clear I could never forget Sarah, Sarah Loving you is the one thing I'll never regret still hear the sounds of those Methodist bells. I've taken the cure and it just got through through. Staying up for days in the Chelsea Hotel, writing, sad-eyed lady of the lowlands for you. Sarah, Sarah, where My heart. How did I meet you? I don't know. A messenger sent me in a tropical storm. You were there in the winter, moonlight on the snow, and on Lily Pond Lane when the weather was warm. Sand Scorpio stinks in a calico dress. Sarah, oh Sarah, you must forgive me my unworthiness. Now the beach is deserted, except for some kelp and a pea. Of an old ship that lies on the shore. You always responded when I needed your help. You gave me a map and a key to your door. Sarah, glamorous nymph with an arrow.
0: W.R.C.R. AM 1700. We're also streaming on WRCR.com. You're listening to The Good with Kevin Thomas. And as is customary with our show, after the first song comes the story. So we're going to go to Massachusetts for this one. Now, uh. There's this tradition that's going on in Peabody, Massachusetts, and uh, it started in Gina Goodwin's home. Now, Gina is a visiting nurse, and uh, the, the tradition started about seven years ago uh, when her patients asked her if her family had leftovers to share. And she said, um, I left there thinking, oh my God, I'm the only face they see. They don't have anybody to bring them a meal. I came home and said to Ed, we have to feed these people. He said, okay. So they started... To provide meals for whoever needed it. Uh, It started with uh, dozens of people. It became hundreds of people. And uh, this year. It's even more. She says. My biggest number. Well over 4,000. I still have orders coming in today. And. This year is especially tough because Ed, Gina's husband, is fighting cancer. So even it's an even tougher situation for the family. But she says, these people still need meals. My problems are not their problems. My husband's cancer is not their issue. They wait all day to answer the door to have these kids hand them a nice meal that's why we do it. And uh, when she talks about her kids, she talks about six. Six kids. Six kids. A husband with cancer. And she's still putting those meals out. She says, everyone has gloves and a mask, cover on, goes in a bag, gets stapled, next bag. Saturday through Wednesday, it's full steam ahead. The warmth of Thanksgiving made possible by Gina's family and a generous army of volunteers. She says, What blows my mind at night is how many people reach out to help. This is everybody else's work. She says, for for the for people who want. The experience of preparing their own meal but can't afford to. She gives meal kits and a gift card for a turkey. People or families who have a way to heat prepared meals might get a frozen plate in the days before. Those without will get hot dinners. So it really is a uh, remarkable, remarkable uh gift that Gina Goodwin and her family are giving to so many people in need at this time of year, and uh, I, I I, really, I saw this story and I wanted to really share it because I, I, I just think it's so amazing uh, that, that someone could step forward for so many people. Now, I want to keep the Thanksgiving uh, theme going. And, uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, let's see if my technology is working for me. There we go. A little hiccup in the system. Well, anyways, how about Susanna Arrego and her husband, Edward? Now you see, they just recently moved to the United States Susanna is a full-time student at Harvard Medical School. They live in Brookline, Massachusetts, where while she completes her two years of study for the Master's program. So kudos to her already for, for such an amazing uh, accomplishment. Now, she heard her classmates talking about what they were going to do for the upcoming holiday. And she decided that she wanted to experience Thanksgiving as well. So, if you haven't heard of the app, it's called Nextdoor. And uh, it's a way for neighbors to be able to talk to one another. And you can find out uh, events that are happening in your neighborhood or or things to look out for. uh, That sort of thing. Well, it's a social media app. Uh, But... She took to next door and posted the following message. Want to share Thanksgiving with new neighbors? This post will be super crazy, but I will take the chance. My name is Susanna. I'm a medical doctor, a full-time student with a master's degree at Harvard Medical School. My husband and I recently moved to Boston, Massachusetts, and we will live here for two years. We came from Colombia. Now, she also mentions exactly where she lives, and I'm not going to put that out there. Uh, Also, she says, We are a super lovely couple and want to know more about American culture. I want to have our first traditional Thanksgiving with an American family. We can bring food, beverage, and help with all the processes of dinner preparation. We offer to share our gratitude and friendship and share our Latin American and Colombian heritage. If you want to share this special day with two fun, fully vaccinated and COVID-19 responsible couples, please let us know. I appreciate any help you can provide or suggestions. Have a great raining night, Susanna. Well, that message went up on Nextdoor, and next thing you know, There's over 200 invitations and responses from complete strangers. Uh, One of them came from a person by the name of Carol Lesser. And that, matter of fact, was the offer that Susanna and Edward chose to accept. So Carol says, I said to her, I felt like I won the lottery because she chose us and we get a chance to meet them. She seemed so genuine in her reaching out. And I felt like we could reciprocate and show her a good side of America. So kudos to everybody involved. You know, just just great to see so many people spreading that holiday cheer. Really awesome, awesome stuff right there. And uh, the next story, we're going to go... To Coach Wichita State University's men's bat- basketball team—they—they uh, they just beat Tarleton State University. Uh, on and and uh, one of their players did something really awesome after the game. Dexter Dennis is his name and where normally players would probably go out and party or uh, maybe go back to their dorm rooms, hang out with friends or whatever, Dexter decided to do something a little bit different after helping the Wichita State Shockers to victory and getting them into an upcoming tournament in Las Vegas. He decided... And there's video of this by the way. He decided he would help clean up the arena. Now no one asked him to do it. He 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 simply went up there and started cleaning the arena. And it really is uh, amazing. Uh, there's a there's a journalist by the name of Taylor Eldridge who covers Wichita State Athletics for the Wichita Eagle, and he put out a tweet uh, show, with a video showing Dexter cleaning up the arena, and and uh, he, he simply put in, in Taylor's tweet, he says, Dexter is a different kind of dude, and I think that's right. So the video went viral. The tweet went viral, uh, and a matter of fact, Taylor Eldridge would say that uh, that Dexter wasn't in trouble or anything. He didn't have to. He just wanted to help out the cleaning crew. So cleanup can take up to three hours after every game, and uh, that's according to the facilities director for for Wichita State, David Gomez. Uh, He said, seeing a student athlete staying to help is inspiring. He says, we have several folks who have been here for decades, and I know for for some of them, that's probably the first time they've seen something like that happen. And and I I just, from, from our custodial staff out to him, We just want to say thank you for leading and showing us that there are still folks out there who recognize the hard work that's done around here. And uh, even uh, a fellow Wichita State student, uh, Max Wojciechowski, said, it's insane that someone who just played the game helps clean up the stadium. Now... Dexter Dennis didn't really want any uh, press uh, for his uh, kind act, but he did tweet about it real quick. He said, didn't do it for attention, just gives me perspective on life. It could always be worse. So kudos to Dexter Dennis for stepping up and doing something that, quite frankly, most student-athletes, most athletes wouldn't even think of doing. Really amazing to see someone step up to the plate in that way. We'll have more stories coming up, and we will have talking heads with Once in a Lifetime, When the Good with Kevin Thomas Returns.
4: Pull up a chair or a cubicle and spend some time with us. We're AM 1700 WRCR and WRCR.com.
1: Marcello's Ristorante in Suffern offers unparalleled Italian cuisine in both small and large plates, as well as an extensive wine and cocktail menu. Visit Marcello'sGroup.com for reservations, find out about their cooking classes, chef's table, and elegant events catering. Bring home Marcello's hand-picked products, extra virgin olive oils, artisanal pasta, and more. Marcello Russo DeVito is live on The Morning Show every Friday at 8.45 a.m. Call in with your cooking questions and find out about the latest specials. Visit Marcello'sGroup.com.
4: Jazz is. Jazz is. Life in motion is spontaneous improvisation. Jazz is communication. An amazing archive of recorded music that has changed my life and has changed the world.
2: It's a life experience, and it's personal, but it's something that we can all relate to. A
1: sense of community, finding out about each other in the moment.
3: Jazz is community.
1: It connects me to every part of my life. My family, my marriage, my child, myself. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. for me. It's a culture of music that expresses the now. Making music in the moment, it's not about the past or the future. It is just about living and loving each other right now. Uh,
2: jazz is love. Love. You have to love the music to be able to play it. Jazz is life. Jazz is, jazz has been my entire
3: life. Jazz is a, it's a way of life expressed in rhythm and tune. It is a human thing. It teaches
4: you many lessons about how to understand yourself with other people and how to understand yourself in the way you live your life. too. Jazz is here on WRCR, Stardust Memories, with your host, Dan Karcher. Weekdays, 10 until 2 p.m., right here on WRCR 1700 AM.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Jeffrey
4: Shannon.
3: And Dr. Sophia Patrikas.
4: We invite you to join us for our show, Listen Up Rocklin, the
1: first Monday of each month at 9.30 AM.
3: If you or someone you know is always asking to repeat, has difficulty communicating in a noisy environment, or has ringing in their ears, then tune in to our show.
4: Do you have questions or are you curious about
1: how to improve your hearing? We welcome any and all questions related to patient treatment process, hearing aids, and implantable hearing technology.
3: Do you or someone you know experience dizziness, vertigo, feeling off balance, or have a fear of falling? If so, tune in as we can educate and help treat various balance concerns.
4: So join us for Listen Up Rockland, the first Monday of each month at 9.30 a.m. as we navigate all topics related to audiology, hearing, and balance with various members
0: of our team and guests speakers. Hudson Valley Audiology located at 11 Medical Park Drive, Suite 205 in Pomona. Call them at 845-406-9991 or visit their website HudsonAudiology.com W-R-Z-R.
3: Weather Oh, the crazy wind. Yes, the wind will be gusting to 30 and 40 miles an hour from this afternoon through tomorrow bringing in colder air. So temperatures start out in the mid-40s as we go through the late morning and early afternoon. Skies become partly sunny to mostly sunny. Then it drops into the upper 30s by late afternoon. Tonight, crystal clear, 20 to 25 degrees, and the winds will gradually diminish. And then it's a breezy, mostly sunny day on Tuesday, with highs only 35 to 40, the coolest so far this season. And then... On Wednesday, partly sunny and highs, 45 to 50. Thanksgiving Day, the nicest day of the entire week, mid-50s, and mostly sunny skies. Friday, mostly sunny skies and highs, low 50s for AM 1700 WRCR. This is meteorologist Mark Annick.
1: Up-to-the-minute weather information is always available on the WRCR website. Day or night when you want the weather, check our website at WRCR.com. And the current temperature is 47.
4: find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile, you may find yourself in a beautiful house, with a beautiful
0: You know, every time I hear that song, I think of the fact that, uh, at the time when they were, were recording that song, uh, it was around the time when John Lennon was assassinated. So for them, they always think back to that. It, it's a, it's a memory that's lodged in their brains whenever they think about the recording of that song, uh, but uh, really amazing uh, to see the career of Tina, Tina Weymouth uh, you know, phenomenal bass player, always, always with a great groove. And uh, that song was no exception. Once in a lifetime by the talking heads here on the good with Kevin Thomas. Now I've got a few minutes left, so uh, we'll get to more and more stories here. Now, here's an interesting thing. Uh, have have you ever forgotten to take a library book back on time? Have you ever been late with a library book? Well, I think this person has you all beat. So, the Dunfermline. Carnegie Library and Galleries in Scotland recently received a package in the mail with a copy of a book called Stately Timber by Rupert Hughes. Now, at the time when the book was checked out, uh, some of you may not have been alive at that time. Because, you see, this book, this particular copy, was due back in the library on November 6th, 1948. Donna Dewar, a cultural services assistant at the library, said, I burst out laughing when I opened the parcel. I couldn't believe it we had a book returned to our roseth branch after 14 years recently which we thought was amazing enough but this was way beyond anything we've heard of now the uh, the book was uh, accompanied by a letter from the daughter of a man who borrowed the book in 1948 Now, she says her father, who is now deceased, had lived in a town called Thornton in the 1940s, and the book was recently discovered amongst his belongings. Now, the library said that the overdue fees are currently suspended to encourage the return of long overdue materials during the COVID-19 pandemic. So... They did the math, because you're probably wondering this, and I was wondering this myself. They did the math. If, in fact, the late fees were in effect, it would have come out to 2,847 pounds, which uh, equates to 3,000. $840.97, that would have been the late fee, uh, but, uh, no, 73 years, 73 years late, go figure. Now, uh, let's see, we, we have about five, six minutes to go, uh, again, uh, You know, I I really got to thank all of you for supporting the station. And uh, here's a programming note, by the way. After this show, we're going to have news, traffic, and weather, and then we're going to have Clem in the PM on the air just after news, traffic, and weather right here on WRCR. Now, normally on Mondays, we have the Good Health Lawyer at 5 o'clock after news, traffic, and weather. Unfortunately, uh, Patricia Finn is in court uh, working on a case, and she will not be able to do the show today. So, no good health lawyer tonight, and uh, we'll try to repeat that uh, during Clem and the PM coming up. But uh, no good health lawyer tonight. It'll uh, it'll be uh, Clem and the PM after this show, and then. We'll, uh, play you some great selection of music that we have here on W.R.C.R. Now, uh, let's see. Unfortunately, this, I was going to read you the story, but, uh, uh, doesn't seem to be displaying right, but, uh. Basically the story goes uh there's a there's a child of a worker uh who works for this coal mining company in India and the child suffers from spinal muscular atrophy it's it's a genetic disorder in which a person cannot control their muscle movements due to loss of nerve cells in the spinal cord and brainstem. Well, her medicine, the medicine that could treat this uh, affliction, would cost the equivalent of $2.1 million dollars. 2.1 million for this medication and uh, here's the cool part of the story coal uh, India which is the company that that her father works for has decided they are going to pay for the medication so they are, they are putting now. She was diagnosed with uh, the disease about a year ago. She's on a portable ventilator at home. After around of treatment, the injection that she needs is called uh, Zolgensma, and, uh, and and they said it's not possible for her father. To afford such an expensive injection, it has to be imported. So they're going. So their company, Coal India, is going to bear the cost for the medication. And I just thought that was such amazing, amazing news. Um, you know, just a really amazing. Uh, I. Uh, if you you can look for the story online, but uh really just amazing story right there. Now, uh I will leave you with this story. They're having a party in Tennessee, Brentwood, Tennessee, to be exact, and they are doing the party for a dog that just turned two. Now, the reason why they're... Well, obviously, they're celebrating a dog's birthday, which is awesome in itself. But uh, several weeks ago, uh, the neighborhood in Brentwood was was usually quiet, but uh, several weeks ago, they had a suspected burglar in the neighborhood. And so... One of the residents there and the owner of Gus the Labrador said, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I heard the noise, and you know it crosses your mind for a second. Oh, man, that sounded like a gun. But who expects to hear gunshots in their backyard at 1045 in the morning? Now, the suspected burglar had actually fired his gun and shot Gus. Uh, the Labrador. Now, Jess, his owner, says he was shot in the head above his eye, but the vet staff said that it traveled through his ear canal and exited through his neck. Now, neighbors believe that Gus broke through his electric fence, chasing the suspect away. Gus eventually made it down to uh, Philip Elam's house several blocks away. Philip said, then all of a sudden he turned to me and I saw a bullet hole in his head. And then I knew something bad had happened. Well, luckily, the suspect is behind bars and Gus is okay. So, Jess decided... She was going to organize a neighborhood birthday party for their dog. Or or as Philip put it, he's a neighborhood, neighborhood hero. That's what he is. We call him Super Dog. And Gus definitely is a Super Dog. He kept everyone in that neighborhood safe. And he's okay, and we are definitely happy for that. That's it for The Good with Kevin Thomas. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Coming up next is Clem in the PM coming up here on WRCR and WRCR.com. Until tomorrow, God bless. Have a great night.